What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Powell to the People, a podcast, episode 141. Well, we're back from our little mini hiatus, uh, all back in the house, back in the back in the studio, ready to bring you that that fire. Uh, when I want to know what's going on with anything New York City transit related, there's no expert I trust more than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell, who's back. What's going on, Keith? Man, I'm doing great today, and it's just a little bit hot, but it's all right. All right. And when I want to know what's going on with the local TV news beat, the expert of choice that I go to is my brother, Mr. Mark Powell. What's going on, Mark? What's up, fam? What's up, world? And when I want to know what's going on in the New York City real estate scene, there's no expert I trust more than the man we call Mr. Eddie Kane Jr., my cousin, Mr. Derek Powell's in the house. What's going on, DP? Everything is good. Always good to be in the cypher with the cats. How y'all doing? We are well. As I said, you know, it's great. I mean, you know, we 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 took the Memorial Day weekend off, you know, and it was kind of cool. I mean, it rained all weekend long. So, uh, you know, it was like kind of like a wasted, you know, episode. But that's all right. We're back. Um, and, uh, you know, the, we had a, it was a good sports weekend. I tell you that it was a great sports weekend. I mean, uh, basketball was in full effect. And uh, my team uh, was able to advance and go on to play. Um, uh, they were able to knock out the Celtics this past weekend, which is great. I'm really thrilled. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What do you mean your team? The the, the the audience wants to know what team you're talking to. The, the Knicks lost. Yeah, they did lose. I'm not talking about the Knicks. I'm talking about my team, the Nets. Uh, I'll, talk, I'll talk about your team later on, but I'm talking about my team right now. Right now. Fortunately, fortunately, folks have heard you, our dedicated listeners, and you have been crying blue and orange that you're with us. So you're changing your mind because people heard you on the podcast. No, no. What did I say on the podcast? I said, go New York, go New York, go. Is Brooklyn not part of New York? This is some bullshit. Derek, man. Exactly. Like I, I'm exactly. glad you said the words, Derek. Exactly. This is some bullshit, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? This guy's crazy. I told you all to get off that Nick bandwagon all like almost oh. a year ago. Didn't, oh. I tell you to get, didn't I tell you to all get off the Knicks bandwagon? Uh, Yo, mom, you know, what's, your, what's, what's, what's up with the end? I told you guys, you should have let him, you should have kicked him out when he was trying to get in. Just oh, lock that door tight, but you guys, you know, kind of softened him in. You know, it's only fitting when you think about it, because the last time a New York basketball, professional basketball team won a championship in this city, it happened to be the Nets uh, when they were on Long Island. And it seems like they're going to win again. Uh, they'll be the next time the, the uh, New York City basketball team, professional basketball teams wins a, cha- wins a championship. It'll be the Nets. I don't understand what y'all don't understand about this. I don't. I don't get it. I, I, I'm, I'm glad I'm not on the ship with you because that's that motherfucker is sinking fast. Exactly, fast. man. <laughs> hey, he ain't got no loyalty or dedication. He was yelling was blue and orange for years. When we won 10, 11 in a row, he's on the bad wagon with us. He cheering that he been here and all that. You know, we get knocked in the playoffs by a good team, as Mark will attest to, the Atlanta Hawks. And now he's jumping on the bandwagon, jumping off and jumping on the Brooklyn Nets bandwagon. Uh, that first ain't of all, right. Shoot, here's what I'm really disappointed in all of y'all, quite frankly. Uh, the fact that you are not rooting or you were not rooting for the Atlanta Hawks, considering that your uncle and your father, your own father, the man who gave you life, Mark, <laughs> was a former coach of the Atlanta Hawks. And yet. You guys are not rooting for the Atlanta. I don't. I'm, I'm stunned. I'm really stunned by this. I mean, yeah, where's the family think, loyalty here? Well, here's what you said, to the people. I, What's going on? If I'm not mistaken, and my vocabulary is pretty good, you said former employee. He's not working there now, so no, 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 I can choose to work and root for whoever I like to root for. But if he was still working there, it, it put it. If he was still working for that team, 
I'm still putting for my Sixers, but it would have been harder <laughs> to be as uh, as vocal as I am now. But that's a oh, former oh, employee. Okay, He's a th- former that's, employee. That's, that's wait, wait, wait. If I'm correct, my uncle has worked for a bunch of different teams, not exactly. just the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, when you went to the house, what, what was the picture that he had up on the wall? Was it was it a bunch of different teams or was it Atlanta Hawks? You know why he had Atlanta Hawks. Come on, you know that. I'm just uh, listen. I mean, if you want to go have this but argument with your uncle, that's fine. Team. Go ahead. By, former, by all former, means, former. as he's not doing well right now, go on and have this <laughs> have this little <laughs> argument about you know former this, former that. I don't know where y'all coming from with all this nonsense. Right. I really don't get it. I, 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 I'm confused. Did my uncle work also for the Knicks? Wasn't he a scout? Yes, the he Raptors, was. the Bobcats. Uh, I'm not sure. So, where's your loyalty, Anthony? He was with the and Knicks. And the Knicks. And the Knicks. And the Knicks. with the Nets. But he's got, that, he's got the question. nice ring. He's got the nice ring from Atlanta that Lenny gave him. That's, that's right. That's the, that's the tough one where, you know, it's hard for him not to claim Atlanta because I seen that. And I was like, oh my God, you chilling. That's right. Oh, man. That's Very right. nice. Very nice. So, uh, I'm just former saying, I mean, former, former, former. Oh, 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 really? Let me ask this question Do you consider yourself a former Howard student? Or do you consider yourself a Howard alumni? Are you Howard for life? Aren't you? Aren't you a bison for life? But but here's the thing. It wasn't like I went to Howard and then I went to Coppin and then I went to Hampton and then I went to AT, then I went to Virginia. I went to Howard. That was it. If he had spent his whole life in Atlanta and was Atlanta Hawk from, from Jump Street, then I'd probably be a Hawks fan, but that wasn't the case. Well, I took classes at Stony Brook, I took classes at Toro. Doesn't mean I'm still not a Virginia Cavalier. In fact, that was one of the reasons why I was rooting for Atlanta over these sorry ass Knicks. Because my man Hunter, because oh, 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 my man Hunter was a Virginia alumni and won a championship for Virginia. So I mean, I, you know, of course, I got to show my loyalty. Clearly, I'm the loyal one in this group here. I mean, somebody, somebody needs a drug test going hey, on here. Listen now. to me, I keep man. Weed is legal now. Weed is legal. So you know, <laughs> they, they don't make that Cali button legal. This boy don't lost his mind. He ain't never said he liked the Atlanta Hawks. Never. Now no. all of a sudden he on name bandwagon. He's on when who do you want, Atlanta or the Nets? Supervisor, which one are you gonna pick? I said go New York, go New York, go. Didn't I say that before? So Didn't I text that to y'all in the group text? Have you not been saying go New York, go New York, go? Who who am I talking about? That, well, well, uh, let's New be clear. Knicks. That's who you talking about. Are you talking the about Knicks. the Knicks or the Nets? Is Brooklyn not part of New York? Have we not grown up in New York City all our lives? Yes. Okay, well, then I don't know. Are you picking Brooklyn Nets or the New York Knicks? They want to hear Nets or Knicks. Knicks or Nets. Pick one. Why on earth would I pick the Knicks? They're not even playing. Okay, so you. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Because I'm getting ready to jot this. So next year, this time, I can go to the exact date in the episode and say, this is what we have for Mr. Supervisor. He picked the Nets. It's going to be who, for the record? What, what was the question? Are you oh. a Nick fan or a Net fan? Well, Derek, hold on. Before he answers, I will remind you again. What was your, uh, my, my brother? What, what's your uh, major in college? <laughs> I, don't, I took Bullshit. a lot of things in college. What major was? Bullshit. Yeah, and what's, the, what's, your, what's your major, Anthony? What was your major in college? I was, I was a rhetoric and communications major. And what does that mean? It means the art of persuasive speech. I think, Derek, I think he said the best. I think Keith said it best. <laughs> so he's not going to give you an, he's going to give you a lawyer answer so that of course. no matter what you, you you're not going to get your real answer. He's going to play both sides of the fence yeah, so he can always Keith, roll with it. Keith said it best. All Keith, I know Keith gave is the my team is playing and your team is not. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> my, team my team is, is playing. playing. 
Your team is not. That's all. I mean, you know, I mean, there's a lot of Juliuses that have been in history. You got the you have the Julius Irving, you have Julius Caesar. You know, even Armin's Julius played better than Julius Randle. <laughs> so I mean, I think, you know, I think if you y'all want to ride with that, ride with it. I mean, I, it's not I my fault. I think, I think you're going with a name that start another name starts with a J, and it's Judas because you are really switching. <laughs> <up on that. laughs> That's a good one. That's for sure. Oh, he's not that, loyal. Oh, you wound me. That hurts my feelings. I don't know why. I, <laughs> me I mean, loyal. I, I've been clear cut the whole time. I don't understand what what this surprise and this shock this this. This full shock is all about. I've been clear, cut all the way. I don't, you know. I mean, yeah, it's well, all right, man. I mean, listen, you know, uh, well, you you can you can get on board if you want to. That's all. That's all. Well, I'm I'm staying uh, blue and orange. I'm bleeding with my boys. What I will say is the vibe at the garden during the playoffs. It was incredible. You know, we had a good showing uh, with the fans. Place was packed. I don't know if that's a super spreader event because I couldn't be up in there and be comfortable, but it was a whole lot of folks up in there cheering. Uh, Want to congratulate the New York Knickerbockers on a great season and also the Atlanta Hawks for moving forward and going into Philly yesterday and uh, tightening up that ass, man. Good job, uh, uh, Atlanta Hawks, man. Keep up the good work. Yeah, no. Yes, they did look good. They did, they did look good. What do you think, Mark? You know... <laughs> <laughs> truth be told, actually, no. Truth be told, actually, I didn't. I had to listen to the game on the radio. From what I heard, it was it was over kind of quick. But I, but I will say, uh, if they the Sixers couldn't have played any worse from what I was hearing. I mean, it's like they were turning the ball over every time down court. And I knew Atlanta would be a tough, tough, uh, tougher opponent. Simply because he, here's what I was talking uh, talking my uh, talking to Preston earlier today. Trey Young is a good player, but what makes Trey hard to guard? Besides his, his ball handling and his ability to shoot, it's like unlike Chris Paul and probably Kyrie, but I give Chris Paul, he's so slight in body. And even if you do slightly bump him, he actually he's been shot with a, a bazooka. So <laughs> it's hard to guard him, just regular guarding him, you know, you know, because when you we've all played ball, there is some bumping and and and, and nudging going on. But if you blow on him, he's so slight in body. He goes unlike like unlike uh, when you guard say a LeBron, I mean, unless you get hit him with with a body like Shaq, he doesn't feel it. So he he doesn't get the benefit of a lot of these bumping and, and, and bruises because he's the bigger body. But but Trey, he's so slight. You know, you you slightly nudge him, and he goes flying across the court like, oh my gosh, you know, see what happened to me. And then he also sells some of it. But he's a quick little jitterbug guard, so they'll have to figure out some things that are going on. The good thing, the good deal is, a good thing is. Unlike your Knicks, we still got three more games to figure it out before. Because it's the first one to four, not the first one to one. It's not the NCAA tournament. Um, well, you know, I'm not. You know, I, I understand what it is to uh, to win the series. You know, I, I you know, thank you for that. Now, no, you don't. Because you lost. You know, okay. Ooh, listen Whoa. to me. That's fine, Wait, and that's fine. But Trey Collins, man, if you would have saw the game yesterday, Trey is also a willing passer, man. I mean, no, this no, guy, he's, his. He's a, he he's special. Um, you guys did a lot of trapping, and remember, a B got what thirty nine yesterday. Yeah, he was he played well. You, I hope hope that. But you got that there. you got that tall light skinned boy who can't shoot free throws. What y'all gonna do about that player? No, that that's that's the thing. I mean, if I'm I mean, obviously, see what happens. But everybody's wanting him to shoot a three and shoot. forget the three because at least like with with a jump shot or what the way his game is, 
he can get what shot he wants. But a free throw, they send you to that spot. You have to make the shot from this spot. Here you go. So that's something that's just an easy fix. Whether or not he ever shoots threes, you know, he can become like a Magic Johnson, Kevin, uh, Kevin, Jason Kidd type three point shooting, you know, real set shot, you know, wide open shooter, and he can be that. But he's got to get his free throws up to at least 65, 70%, because that's the one spot in the court that they designate you have to go and shoot the ball from here. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like they, they fire you and they say, okay, fine, now you got to shoot a turnaround three pointer for your points. No, you all got to go to this one spot, and he's just, he's like, he got, he built. got no smart. He got no, no. smart there. No, he's. It's like it's. I mean, I think in the uh, the first series, at one point he was, oh for like eleven or oh for twelve from the free throw line, and then you wind up with like you know what, like three, four, eighteen or twenty. It's it's. We could almost shoot better than that, literally with our eyes closed. That's how bad it is, and and it's clearly not physical. I mean, I mean, I think it's, it's mental just now. It's oh, it's a mental thing. It's like oh my gosh, you know, it's, it's sort of the same thing, not in the same level. But how LeBron as great as he is. He doesn't want to go to the free throw line when the game's late. He's fine in the first quarter, but as it gets late, he's like, I don't want to be there. Ben doesn't want to be there at all. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. crazy. And then they're fouling Ben on purpose, man, you know, to put him I on would that too. line. <laughs> to get the and ball open back. It, because that's a little bit – That's if, if you from the basketball standpoint, when the Sixers really get it rolling and the B's going and Ben is up and down the court and, you know, playing downhill and those guys make it – the only way to stop that is, you know what, we're just going to make you shoot a free throw. Yeah. We'll stop the momentum. We can set up our defense. And we'll we'll block your mind again, and that's the best way to go. Okay, so he's gonna, and unless he gets to the point he can do that better, it's gonna be a tough time for him. I think I think it's time for Philly seriously to consider uh, moving him for somebody who can make them free throws. There's a guy who needs to get with a team that can possibly win, and I'm thinking about Dame Dollar. I knew you, I knew you were going amazing. <laughs> Dame Dollar oh, is you amazing. Saw that, that, oh, yeah. Oh my this gosh. And if he was playing with a guy like Embiid, uh, with with Tobias Harris, that's a championship recipe. I'm sorry. I mean, you can send Ben. I mean, they ain't going to win anyway. Right. Uh, But that's a championship recipe. And and the guy who I was enjoying yesterday is Luka Doncic. That kid. That's a baller. That is a bad boy. He's not Larry Bird in terms of his, uh, his, uh, you know, pure shot. But in terms of getting it done. Uh, he baby bird. He definitely baby bird. Man, go ahead. You know, Listen to me. He ain't no baby. Man, did you see what Kawhi did to him on Friday night? He he made the switch for Luca to get on him and gave him forty five. Man, I don't want to hear about this Luca Donage and all this nonsense. Man. Oh, he, you, gotta, what, you he better learn how to play boy? some defense. He better learn how to play some D. Well, sure. There's only a couple stop, guys in the whole league that play with the ref and stop well, crying. No, that's, the damn time. that's definitely true. But only, I mean, defensively, there's only a couple of guys in the league to play defense at all. I mean, that's. I mean, one thing because it's so easy to play offense, but I mean, I think I think Preston said it to me today. Somebody said Luca is a cross between Bird and Magic. He has Magic sensibility as far as the 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 passing, and and he does shoot. I mean, Bird was people people act like Bird wasn't a shooter. That boy, if he played, if he played now, you think he shoots as good as Bird? No, 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 no. no. Oh, okay. The combination like, of the ability to thing, man. And the thing with Luca's game is it's going to age real well because it's not like he's relying on, you know, like you got a John Morant when his body goes, whether through age or injury, Quickness he's going to be, goes, yeah. yeah, he's going to be greatly reduced. Luca's playing at a snail's pace as it is. How much slower yeah. can he go? And he still gets what he wants when he wants. Yeah. Well, and he's six a- seven. If that's the bird thing. That's the bird, you know. And he's not in great shape either. That's another thing about Luca. Yeah, Luca don't believe, Luka, you know. Uh, Luca, Luca, 
drinks a lot of beer in the off season. So you know, he's, <laughs> he's not in great shape. But if he can ever get himself, you know, in the gym, become a, you know, like one of these these right. these uh, workout warriors, um, then yeah, he's gonna be tough. I mean, yeah, you're right. His game, he plays slow anyway. The game is slow for him, and he's having fun. I think the problem for them is that again. They don't have. There is no. There is no other. There's no number no. two there. They gave all that no. money to Kristaps Porzingis, which is what I'm afraid oh. the Knicks might do with Julius Randle is give him way more money than he's worth. You know, like I said, New York, York Knicks. If you want to spend money on some Julius, buy orange Julius. You, you don't That's need to disturb, yeah, you don't need to disturb yourself year. with what we're doing yeah. on 33rd and 7th. We got it over there. You don't worry about that, okay? Just well, cold. My, my, just, exactly. just cold-hearted, man. Just flips on us, man. Vicious, man. But, vicious. But, but, he, but, he, but he brings up a great point. Would you guys as Knicks fans? I'm not giving him a max. Yeah. No. No. Okay. No. What about you, uh, Keith? No, I'm not going to give him the max. He's not a max, he's not a max player. No. But you had a hell of a year. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, he had a hell of a year, but he ran out of gas. Well, did he run out of oh, gas, did out or, of gas did or did Tibbs, he... play him, Tibbs play him too much? Remember we talked about yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Tibbs, Tibbs played the guys too much. Too much man. When they got, yeah, when they got into the uh, the playoff, you could, Derek, you could see them running up and down the court. Oh, their man. legs are, are like rubber. I'm like, they did not have that bounce when they won them 10 nope. games, 11 games they were on that streak there. You mean they that didn't illusion, have that, 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 that illusion, that wet dream, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, this guy ain't boy. no good. He ain't no good. Man, man, man oh man, ain't this up, boy? It ain't mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. This ain't right. It wasn't right. It wasn't right for y'all to, to to get all that kind of hope, get your hopes all up, man. All excited about this thing, people all crammed into like as Derek called it, a super spreader event at the Garden, and I, for what? <laughs> pay pay that extra money for them hot dogs and all that. I'm like, oh my yeah, god, man. Yeah. parking across the street, man. Oh, come on now. Yeah, it was, it was, but it was at least during that time frame. It was a special time for the city. I don't know if Brooklyn, even winning, doing what they're doing, can command that sort of no, you know so. respect from the city of New York. No, in all seriousness, yeah, in all seriousness, I mean, uh, it, the, the, it was good for New York City. And as I said uh, a couple of weeks ago, when the Knicks are winning, everybody's, you know, there is no other. I mean, that's the only team, uh, maybe with the exception of the Yankees, where 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 the city really just gets engaged. It doesn't happen necessarily with the Rangers or the oh. Giants or the Jets, but with the Knicks and the Yankees, when the Yankees uh, go deep into. October and when the Knicks are in the playoffs, the city has an electric feeling about it. Agreed. You know, it just it just does. How you know about that? You you're a Net fan. You don't know nothing about that. No, I'm just talking. I'm I'm I'm, I'm know nothing about that. How you how you talking about something you don't even experience? <laughs> go I'm Brooklyn, talk- go Brooklyn, go. <laughs> I'm talking about it as a as an observer, as a reporter. I'm you, I'm, I'm you a, can observe. We, we we don't we don't we don't take traders. No no no. We don't no, want. No, no. That. I can watch. I can see what's going on. <laughs> and right, you're right. The the Brooklyn Nets will not generate the same level of excitement uh, when they hang their banner as the Knicks would uh, if they hung their banner. Primarily because it's almost been damn near half a century since the last time the Knicks hung a banner. So that's probably why it won't be an excitement because anybody living, you know, that saw that was probably dead right now anyway. So I mean, it's 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 really not a, a big deal. But this is going to be new for all these Brooklyn Nets fans because the team's only been in Brooklyn for a few years. So for a Brooklyn banner. Oh my God! It's, it's going to change it up down there. I know. Our, our auntie is happy. Our auntie she is. Happy. Yeah, she's happy. Mm-hmm. I tell you, who's not happy? Um, the French Open. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard. Well, obviously, we I mean, we all heard. We talked about it. Uh, the Naomi Osaka, who is, you know, you know, I love Serena, but Naomi is my new favorite tennis player. Um, just just because I, I mean, I and, and I'm not I'm not shading Serena. I love Serena. Um, but Naomi is the is is next in line. She is she the 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 she's going to be uh the anointed one when Serena goes. And she took her power and left the French Open. The French Open wanted her to do these press events, and apparently Naomi has anxiety. And I, I can tell you, you know, I I have a son with anxiety. I know well actually we <laughs> a couple of us have sons with anxiety, and it is difficult. It is difficult for these young people, this generation, this this mm-hmm. this this new breed of of human being to kind of deal with the nonsense that they used to deal with. Naomi had agreed to pay the fine for not talking, almost like Kawhi Leonard. I'll pay the fine, or Marshall Lynch. I'll pay the fine. It's not a problem. Here's my money. Here's the money. You know, she reached into a purse and pulled out fifteen thousand dollars. Find that money in her couch. I'll pay the fine. Leave me alone. I just want to play tennis. But the French Open was trying to make an example of her, trying to play her. So she said, you know what I'm doing? I'm leaving. And when she left, she took all the eyes that were going to watch that that stupid mm-hmm. uh, tennis uh, tennis tournament with her. You know, uh, people, quiet as is kept, people want to see Naomi Osaka. As I said, they want to see her. They want to see Serena. If Serena doesn't get to the finals and Naomi's not there, it's going to be hard. The, the, the ratings for that, for that finals is going to be awful. So Naomi, you know, flexed her muscle. She flexed her power, and I'm 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 glad that she did it. Good on her. Thoughts, Mark? No, I I would never uh, downplay her her reasoning. I mean, her reason wasn't like uh, it wasn't unless Marshawn had some. It wasn't like Marshawn. Well, Marshawn, I felt a little like he was just thumbing his nose at the system, especially because. Now, what Marshawn was like, I'm not talking, I'm not talking, I'm not talking on it. You know, I don't need all this crap. And then as soon as he's retired, you can't stop. You see Marshawn all over the damn place. But he her, ain't talking. He just, he's just ordering Subway sandwiches. Yeah, but it's still like, <laughs> it seems like her seems a little bit more. L- listen, this is, I feel uh, uneasy. I, I don't know what the words are. Uneasy or bad. I, I can't, I don't want to say handle this because I sound like I'm, I'm, I'm downplaying it's not good for my. It's not good for my mental health. When I do these events, or when I do this kind of press, it just alters me in in a way that I don't, I don't like. And if that's her case, I'm perfectly fine with that. Um, if she wants to kind of not go underground, but kind of be like, listen, if 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 I have to play the event and do this, then I'd rather just not play the event. I, I want. I wouldn't ever question somebody's true mental deal. Because I don't think she was trying to get around any kind of deal or be cute about it or kind of be kind of like, hey, look at me, look at me, look at me. Because if you've seen her in her, her press conferences and her, her post-match uh, uh, speeches, she's always kind of thoughtful and shy slash reserved. So her saying this didn't seem like a major shock to me. So I'm good for her mental health. I'm always going to be that. Because especially we, we hear, I'm sorry, we, we hear athletes all the time talk about I me mean, when Kevin Love said it, and uh, I think uh, De- DeRozan said it. Like all these guys are saying, listen, you know, yeah, we could do this. We, we are, we're athletes, but you guys forget we're people. I mean, when I'm not dunking a ball or hitting a racket, I got to sit in my house with my own thoughts, and that sometimes that could be unnerving. 
Yeah, it it it's it's you know having seen it, having see watch how it can kind of uh, cripple you in in a lot of ways. I mean, people don't. I mean, you know, we don't talk about mental health enough because usually when we talk about mental health, it's the extreme. It's somebody who's having a a pure meltdown. It's somebody who has done something that's really, really, you know, uh, or, or abnormal. And it, and, it, and, it, and it raises eyebrows, but we don't see that 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 second and third and fourth tier where no, it's not necessarily that, but there are people who are, are struggling with uh, all types of, of of levels of anxiety where you know people can barely get out of bed or levels of depression where they can, can't get out of bed, they can't they can't move forward at all, and it's it's a difficult thing, and we never really really talk about it. And then, as you said, Mark, when you have someone who has some sort of gift, whatever that gift is, uh, whether it's music. I was watching this thing. Um, I don't know how I was watching it. Bad, it was, uh, was it Bad Bunny? Not Bad Bunny. Uh, uh, Jay, uh, Jay Balvin. And I, I think it was on one of the, uh, maybe it was HBO or something. It was on one of the uh, uh, one of the streaming channels I was watching. This guy, this uh, reggaeton artist, Jay Balvin, same thing. You know, this is a guy who stands in stadiums and suffers from anxiety, you know, and and, and it's hard to do. Um you know, having you know, when you stand in front of people, everybody's not built for that. Everybody's not built to stand up in front of a, a group, a crowd, or whatever. And the thing that really bothers me about the French Open is not only did she offer to pay the fines, they could have easily assigned what they call a pool reporter. You know what that is, Mark? Assign a pool reporter. That's one guy or one yeah. gal who goes in there does the interview and then takes that interview and disseminates it to all the different services. So she could have done that. You know, you could have had two people in there. She could, you know, bing, 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 bing. Everything she was going to say about tennis or whatever, the match, she would have said to that, that person or persons, a couple of people. And then all that information would have been shared with all the press services. They didn't want to do that. No. Keep it. You know, basically they tried to strong arm her and force her to um, just, submit to what they were saying and they were sanctioning her from other um, matches too uh, that were coming up that she wouldn't uh, would have to pay a fine. And they did not take seriously the the mental issues that she was going through. You know, being a young lady in this spotlight is, you know, you coming up in this game is very uncomfortable because it's not in you yet. And to try to make someone do something they don't want to do. And they're telling you, I'll pay the fine, whatever it is. Just let me have my piece, and you know, and I'll play the game. So what she did, she took a stand for a lot of people who may have that same problem, who may not be able to speak out about mental um, health, because there's a lot. Um, you have Kyrie Irving, uh, Demar Derosa, as Mark was saying. You got Kevin Love, uh, Michael Phelps. All these guys have some type of uh, response to being in that type of situation. And even people on the outside are, are rooting for this young lady. Kyrie Irving was like, he understands. Now, we have seen Kyrie talk to uh, the reporters, and basically he doesn't talk a lot about the basketball game. He talks about other things. So those are not the most important things in their lives. And she just proved to them, this is not as important as you might think it is. I have to look out for myself. And she also pulled out of the Berlin... Um, tournament that's coming up, which is a tune-up for the Wilmington. So she might not play in the Wilmington. 
which I can respect and hopefully all these other people can respect because this woman is willing to lose money so that she can be in a good frame of mind. And we should all appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, for her again, you know, we're talking about someone who makes, who makes millions and endorsements and everything else. And I'm sure the people who are endorsing her are going to support her. I think what she really did is she flexed, you know, they tried to flex on her. Like you said, they tried to bully her and strong arm a key uh, into playing these games and, and trying to link it with, you know, the French Open and Wimbledon and the U.S. Open and all these other and the Australian Open and trying to link and get all these people, almost trying to bully her, all these people to come after her if she doesn't do this. And she said, you know what? It's no problem. I'm out. I'll go home. I'll sit on my couch. You know, I'll, I'll play Wii tennis if I have to. I don't care. <laughs> um, and and that was the, that was the move. And that, as I said, the ratings are going to be down. If don't let Serena lose. If Serena loses, Serena lost. Oh well, then it's over. It's <laughs> over. There ain't nobody. Who's watching the finals? Who 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 is there to see? There's nobody to see. I mean, maybe Coco Golf. Maybe might get some some eyes on her. Especially uh, maybe, that tournament. That's the that's the weakest of the. Well, that and the Australian, and then the Australian, because people don't. I mean, if, I know it's a world game, but you talk about the U.S. dollars. I mean, I, I know everybody wants to dance around. It's the U.S. dollars. People not thinking about playing, watching clay court tennis like clay court. It's, it drives you crazy watching that stuff. Right? No, it's it's it's, it's, it's a slower game. Yeah. Uh, you know, Wimbledon might. You know, again, Wimbledon, I think, is going to not be as stupid as the French Open. No, no, but no. the French Open killed themselves. I think the French Open was like, well, okay, you know. Uh, we're gonna flex, and the only person that's really you know that that, that you want to go to you're gonna want to see in the French Open is maybe the men's finals if Nadal makes it. I haven't been paying attention, but if he doesn't make it, then, then yeah, don't yeah. nobody care. No, and, and they're in trouble because uh, Federer just dropped out for his for health reasons, not not mental health, his his body. So like I said, a tournament that of the four majors, Australian is hard because it's the first one of the year it's that weird wonky time of you know, right? It's like so that's get. But French plays sort of semi where you can actually watch some live matches. But it's still, it's that dirt ball game that, you know, if you watch tennis, it takes forever. I mean, it hits the, you know, I've played tennis. I play tennis. And I hate playing on clay. It's like the, the worst thing was like playing in mud sometimes. So they really screwed that up as far as what they should have been trying to say, okay, fine. Like you said, the pool report have been easy. And all, another thing which I don't think people understand, and, and, and athletes have been saying this for years, when you go to these press events, and I'm not sure they do like they still haven't gotten back to the person sits down at the podium and you got a thousand reporters there. But every stupid ass reporter always wants to hear their own question, even though sometimes that question is asked right beforehand. And if if we're all, we're all parents, if you if you get tired of hearing your kid ask you the same question over and over and over again, imagine having a thousand different accents ask you the same question over, like, so what'd you think? What'd you think? It drives you crazy. That just drives you crazy, let alone if you have the anxiety of just being sitting there in front of a camera and literally several microphones and hearing voices pop out of, of, of a space asking you the same stupid question. It drives you crazy. And if you have some kind of mental, uh, I don't know, whatever to that, it would just, it would be maddening. So I understand her reasoning. Here's something else that, that, that the French Open does not get about the level of these athletes now. Naomi Osaka, if she wants to say something, she's got like millions of Twitter followers, millions mm-hmm. of Instagram followers. She can put her own statement out tomorrow about whatever she wants to make it about, 
and and she will reach the people she wants to reach. They, she doesn't, you know, the the easiest thing for them to do would have would have been to give a, give her a press a pool reporter and just get that information out. Because right now these athletes don't need the press to get their story out. They even have what's the, what's the uh, the the paper that uh, Derek Jeter runs where they can all. Oh my gosh! Oh, oh. sugar. Yeah, yeah, you know, drew We'll, we'll 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 come up with it, but the the point is is you can you can they can go and write their own. Uh, uh, Julius Randle just wrote an article on uh, in it, so you can they can all go there. There's a, there's avenues for them to get their story out. Your thoughts, DP? Uh, proud of that young lady. Um, I walk around nowadays, and you know I always say um, health is health is wealth. Health is wealth, and she was feeling overwhelmed pressure and she decided I'm not going to do this. You're not going to make me do this, you know, because my health is more important. And when I think of her, you know, taking that stands, maybe if you, I mean, you guys remember our audience, uh, there was a gentleman by the name, rest in peace of Bryant Williams. He was the big fella out of university of Arizona, went on to the NBA. Remember the the big light skin kid, six, nine, six, 10. And this is a guy who was diagnosed his second year in the league with clinical depression. Um, I don't believe at that time, of course, you know, folks didn't take it serious enough. No. And he's missing, you know, and they cleared him, you know, uh, deceased and they were never able to find the body. But all the warning signs was there with what this guy was going through. And nobody really probably took it seriously, you know, because I, you know, Especially you think back of, then. Back then, exactly. So, you know, we, we go back to when we were kids and we're speaking about mental health, right? We, I'm thinking back then, you know, I'm thinking until, you know, I guess Brian Williams, honestly, that those were just the kids who we said were mentally challenged. They got on the, you know, we used to tease them, you know, they got on a little uh, yeah. yellow school bus and all that. They left at 2.30, we left at 3. And those were the kids in our neighborhood who we knew something was wrong, but we wouldn't let nobody bother them because they were from our neighborhood. We would bother them, but nobody else could. And that's what I thought until Brian Williams comes up. And because you say, this guy's got all this money. He's got fame. He's doing what he want to do, but he's still not happy. And he's an athlete. He's playing with Michael Jordan. And it's like, what more do you want? But he had some issues that were never addressed. She right now, you know, we talk about, you know, and I'm not putting this out there with Kyrie, but Kyrie is an advocate and he speaks about it. And some of Kyrie's behavior, I, you know, I respect more because when it gets too much, whatever it is, he steps away from the game because my health and my family is more important. You got a young 23 year old young lady famous forever and she's seeing what it's doing to her. And she's telling you, hey, look, I'm a play. You can, you know, you know, if this if the rules is I got to pay the fine, you know, which is nothing. She's filthy, you know, filthy rich. I'll pay the fine. But now you're telling me it's nah. we just don't want the fine. We're going to you got to with, you know, I'll withdraw. You see how this turns out. So I, I'm really proud of her. I'm just hoping that more athletes who are experiencing this uh, reach out to somebody, find somebody to talk to because it's overwhelming. Every night you step on that floor and everybody in that arena, if you're playing home, they are expecting you to win. They are expecting you to entertain and perform for them so that they can be happy. Forget about your happiness. This is about them being happy for Mm -hmm. that two and a half hours there in that stadium. And that's what they want you to do. And sometimes with those bright lights, it's a lot and it just takes its toll on you. So I'm glad she, you know, she recognized it and stepped away. Kudos to you, young lady, young queen. 
Yeah, uh, uh, thanks to our crack research department, uh, Mark. Uh, we <laughs> it's the uh, it's the Players Tribune is what I was talking about. Yeah, so that, that again, that that's that's an it's another avenue for for, for these athletes to kind of you know, uh, yeah, unfiltered, just tell their truth, whatever whatever their truth is. You know, we talk about uh, uh, Brian Williams, we forget. Dennis Rodman tried to kill himself. Yes, right. Oh yeah, he was sitting yeah. in the parking lot with the gun in his lap. Yeah, like, yeah. Right. He was like, but the thing is, I mean, it's crazy because, and I know tennis is different because it's an individual sport, but as a whole, with sports in general, especially with the, the high level professional athletes, or even college, high level, high college, but people in general, but say the professional athletes, these teams and organizations. In the case of tennis, her little group, her, her trainers. You do everything in the world. You treat the person down to the toenail as far as make sure their body's ready to run at peak condition. And yet, if somebody says something, my mind's not working right. I'm not processing. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, come on. Get over it. What? If I said my knee hurt, you would be trying to figure out how to get my get my knee right. But I say my mind's out there. And you say, eh, you know what? Work it. Yeah, work through it. It's, it's sort of like the, the old days when, oh, they don't do it now. I remember I had it myself. When I had my quote unquote bell rung. I was concussed. I didn't know it <laughs> because <laughs> when I played, it was like, "Hey, get your bell rung." But now, you know, some these got a concussion. Those are look at a guy. You know, eyes rolling back. Hey, it could be that. I mean, it could be that slight ding. Because now it's not, it's not like you're. Everybody's concussion doesn't happen on the same hit. It's, it's and they should take that into account, organizationally, or in the case of individual sports, golf, tennis. Um, I don't know what else is there is. Make sure that, listen, yeah, you can take care of my body, but you got to make sure my mind is right, too. Because like Anthony said, everybody's not built for that. And it's funny that my brother says that like, he's a stand-up comedian. You, you are, it doesn't get more naked than that, being on that stage. Mm-hmm. And just because I could do that skill doesn't mean that I'm always at ease doing that skill. It's just something I can do. But people think, well, if you could do that, what's the big deal? Doesn't, it's not the same. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I mean, get, I know, I know a lot of guys in, in the business who who have who are stars. I'm talking stars, mega stars. I ain't gonna mention no names. Mega stars who have anxiety to this day, who who get freaked out, who are concerned, who get nervous, who are, are freaked out about the possibility. You know, just a couple more uh, names of, of athletes who have had issues. Uh, mental issues that we just didn't understand. Steve Sachs, who could no longer throw a oh, uh, that's right, yeah. throw a ball from from uh you know second to first. He couldn't do it. Um, you know, Charles Barkley can't his golf swing is yeah, all yeah. mental. He he can't he's get all these hitches. He corrected is, um, that, he, he fixed it. Yeah. Um and Kellen Winslow Jr. Oh who, yeah. He's locked up, oh, right? He's locked up. Yeah, you're right. He's locked yeah. up. Yeah, I mean, so again, those guys are all crying for help. There's a couple yeah. other people that there I know. There was another guy who was drafted by, I think, the Houston Rockets, but he couldn't fly a plane. Yeah, right. I think he played for uh, gosh, Iowa. Iowa State. Iowa State. Yes. Iowa State, right. He was white. Was yeah. it white? I want to say Pfizer. I want to say Pfizer. I thought it was uh, Marcus Pfizer. Yeah, Marcus, Marcus Pfizer. Pfizer. Right, that's him. Yes, yes. Yeah, he Marcus never played Pfizer. in the NBA. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, <laughs> that's that's real talk. Uh, uh, our father knows somebody. I'm going to put his name out there but the same deal was was the like a top pick of the boston celtics back in the early 60s same deal could not fly and they was like well what are we gonna do is I, I you know i'll meet y'all later i'll take your, it's right. nah man you, you know this that's impossible it's nba you gotta fly he, he left it couldn't do it yeah um john madden was that way but he had the luxury of only doing one game a week so he could take that right. bus but yeah, if, the bus, he had the, right. if he was a john madden the coach well he was 
I'm not sure how he handled it when he was with the, with the Raiders, but yeah, he it, these signs have been out there the whole time. Just now, it's starting to get a little more uh, uh, traction. And I think uh, Derek said, you know, some of these, you know, by those by these athletes saying this, others will say the same thing. What really needs to happen is always the case is that people who don't go through it need to speak up for them. Like we said, yeah. you can't pick on the, my the kid from my neighborhood right. because he's the kid from our neighborhood, but I can. So if you don't suffer through this. That's fine, but I'll take your mantle. I'll pick it up and say, "Listen, you know what? I'm going to speak for Marshawn. Go. I'm going to speak for uh, uh, Ricky Williams. Williams. Oh, yeah, Ricky yeah. Williams. Yeah, he's sure, not talking, but I'm going to talk for him. Leave him alone. He's good. Enough of this. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you're right. I think what what should have happened uh, when Naomi dropped out, but it just shows what the business is. You know, everybody else said, well, good. We got a shot to win it now. Yeah, um, they, 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 they should have boycotted with him. They should have said, you know what? We all leave it. Now what? Right. And then, you know, put put the French open on, on put that pressure on them. Um, that would have been you know, something, boy. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, I, th- I think that's what's going to start. I think these athletes are starting to slowly but surely reckon. I mean, and it's outsized power. You know, the fact that we, we put these guys on pedestals and we give them this money and this platform. And it is outsized power, but now that they're recognizing that they have outsized power, they're going to flex it. That's just the way it is. Um, you know, b- before we go, there's an issue that's starting to happen in New York City as we head in towards uh, the summer. I mean, we had the first official weekend of summer, Memorial Day weekend. You know, as I said, we were off. But, uh, you know, we're in the June and, and the weather is getting warmer and people are getting a little crazier. And... Um, Crime is ticking up a little bit in New York City, so uh, be careful out there. I want I want to make sure I, I tell all y'all that these kids ain't playing. Uh, Gunplay is is up, you know, tr- dramatically. There was a situation in the city the other day where a guy they have. Uh, I was watching the news. A guy drives up, yeah, and I think it was in Far Rockaway. Yep, Far Rockaway. Yeah, Beach Far Rockaway. Yeah, yeah, be- yeah, and pulls out a gun and fires. Maybe you know a half a dozen shots into the house, point blank range, and kills a, a little boy, eleven year old boy, uh, a, boy who's about to celebrate his birthday and his 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 moving on up ceremony. Uh, you know, of sixth grade, and you know it, it's getting bad out there. And I know you've been advocating. Oh my God, for a say policy that say my name, <laughs> Derek Powell has been advocating. Go. That's right for a policy that uh, he bring wants to bring back. And maybe the guy that that'll become the next mayor, I don't know, uh, might or the gal might might uh, depends on who who, who gets it because uh, the mayor mayoral race is coming up, the uh, primary is coming up the end of this month, mm-hmm. near the end of this month, and uh, I guess the election will be ha- held in November. But we're gonna get a new mayor, it won't be mayor disaster anymore, Mark. But uh, maybe <laughs> maybe the new that. mayor, uh, <laughs> maybe the new mayor will uh, will. Try to bring it back. I doubt it, but you know, I know that's what you want. So talk about that. Well, I, I, I'll tell you this. Um, first of all, I need to correct you. You said um, it's starting to creep up. Nah, they 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 popping them hammers. It's been up. It's been up. You know, every time you turn on the news, they don't care if they on cameras. You see these guns. This this gunplay is ridiculous. And when you can shoot into a house like that and kill a you don't know who's on the other side of the door. You don't know who's in there. And now there's a boy who hasn't even had a chance to live. And for what I was reading today, this might be over driveway parking where somebody might have blocked somebody's driveway. And now somebody's dead because you felt that 
I need to show you who I am because guns are free on the street. You know, they're out there. Maybe, just maybe, if we doing stop and frisk, before he got in the car, the cops would have saw the budge and we take another weapon off the street and maybe somebody's still alive. But, you know, you live within the five boroughs of uh, supervision. And, you know, we out here in the burbs where we at. You, you need to be careful, man. It's real talk, man. Or get on the line and boycott with me and advocate. We need to bring stop and frisk back unless y'all have another idea on how we can get this gun thing under control. You know, I, I don't I don't know. I'm, I'm going to put this out to y'all because if y'all been fighting me with stop and frisk, what should we do? Hello? Y'all out there? Yeah, no, we're here. We listen. <laughs> bring, somebody bring. I know y'all want to come over to me. I know it. But tell me, give me a suggestion. Holla. No, I mean, yes, crime is up in New York City, but yes. crime has been historically low. So, yeah, it seems more dramatic. You know, I, I was no, no, watching. Man, you see that they, they killing people, man. Don't downplay I, this, man. I, I got you. But I, I was I watched this The Son of Sam thing on, on was it Netflix? Okay. And they showed New York in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And New York in the 2020s is not like New York in the 70s. Yes, crime is up, but it ain't nowhere near where it was. It's nowhere near where it was in the 80s or, or, or crack 90s. So, Yes, crime is up. And, well, and, maybe and because we, we were younger and weren't as afraid. Remember, we're middle-aged men. We can't run. <laughs> if they say, excuse me, sir, you got the time, we know what this is about to happen. We know what's going down. You look for you look for an exit, an escape route when that, when that question comes, man. But in the, in, in the 70s and the 80s, remember, that's the norm to us. We grew up, that's what it was. This is not normal with what's going on. With them shooting in the houses and people just getting shot on the streets. You know, you every time you turn around or maybe it was happening and we just don't have the videotape that we got now, man. Yeah, I mean, again, it, it, it's it. These things are horrific. And maybe you can talk to them, Mark, because, I mean, you're in the news business. Uh, if it bleeds, it leads. Is it is it? I mean, I know statistically it's up. Is it as bad as we think it is or is it not as bad as we think it is? I don't know. I, I think Derek said it perfectly. Uh, I think it was always happening, but not everybody had a phone or access to information as, as they did back then. I mean, it's like, I mean, I, I, I definitely believe there's an uptick, but I don't know if it's as big compared to what we grew up with because not everybody had, you know, you could just put something online and then post it out there or, you know, have you see something go down crazy, you call the number. You have to, what, back in our day, you saw something crazy happen. Besides running yourself, you said, oh, yeah, okay, I got to find a uh, phone booth. I ain't got any money. Oh, well, I guess I'm not telling anybody. It just sits there, and that story becomes a story in your local neighborhood. It doesn't get to media X or media Y. It just kind of sits there. So I think it's just a function of more eyes, and therefore it seems as if it's crazy. I don't know. I really don't know if it's as crazy as it seems right now. I think we've always been doing this kind of, you know, insane stuff. It just more people sort of like, and this may be a bad analogy, sort of like, you know, everybody, you know, you meet, everybody's been molested now. Well, I think the molestation, molestation was always happening. Just nobody was told. Nobody said anything. They just kept it quiet. But now you feel more comfortable saying it. So now with this crime, everybody seems to be like, there's a crime in every corner where no, no used to be, yeah, such just got shot. We know Anthony, but something happened, went down in London Plaza. Did I ever hit the news? 
No, no, well, no I get, yeah, I mean, a lot, I mean I'm, or Lafayette Gardens. I mean, a lot of yeah. things happen. It's almost like, you know, back to the mental health argument because now we're so uh, mindful of it because we see it all the time. We see, now we we see videotapes of police interactions with people of color. We're so mindful of these things, and and yeah, the violence is shocking. And what I'm afraid of, what I'm really afraid of, I, I, I'll admit this, Derek. What I'm afraid of is that people have been trapped in their mm-hmm. own space for a year and a half. Think about it. Like uh, when kids go back to school in September, it will ha- they will have been out of school functionally for a year and a half. Yeah. So you have all these kids with no guidance. We don't know what they're going through in their personal lives. We don't know how they're living or, or what stresses they're under. And they're starting to show up and show out. And because, yeah, guns are easy to get, you know, um, I know one of us has no problem <laughs> getting a whole bunch of them because guns are easy to get. <laughs> because guns are easy to get, people are wilding out. Well, so, uh, well this is, y'all got to remember this. New York City has always been the wild, wild west. Gunplay has been going on since we were kids. And like you're saying now, people have more cameras and stuff out there. You got to remember when they used to play music in the park, everybody be having a good time. One person pulls out a gun, everybody runs. Now it's more than one person pulling out a gun. It's everybody pulling out a gun. (laughs) It's true. They had an incident in Bushwick in a store where four people pulled out guns and shooting at each other. That means everybody's carrying something because either they're afraid or they're up to some, up they, to no good. You know why they're carrying it? Because you can't search them. That's why they're carrying it. Okay? <laughs> That's the reason why. But this, I, I got some some numbers for our audience, which is crazy with what I'm about to say. Um, from January 1st to May 16th, right? In 1993, there were 1,886 shootings. From January 1st to May 16th in 2021, there only been 490 shootings, right? So my point being, they found out in 93, we need to do something different. So we need to stop and, you know, sh- you know, whenever they got stop and frisk or whatever, or they killed everybody. But then there was a dramatic, <laughs> it was a dramatic <laughs> decline because even though it's only 490, I think the videos, like we said, uh, the cameras make it seem like it's so you know such more you know it's uh, more than what it uh, was in '93 because '93 like we know that's the crack era it was definitely crazy but we're younger like I was saying and that was like the norm but right now we're 490 so we're definitely much better off than we were in '93 but still 490 is too high for a middle aged man like myself <laughs> I need to be safe. <laughs> no, well, that's, a, that, that's 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 my point, you know, because I keep hearing it all the time. People say, oh, my God, the crime rate in New York. I'm like, man, wait a second. Y'all really need to watch or, or go and look at, at news footage of the 1970s, the 1980s, and as you point out, Derek, the 1990s, the crack 1990s. Right. It was uh, and, and then tell me about the crime rate. Yes, it's, it's, it's higher. Yes, there's more going on. Yes, but again, I think also, and the news business, we if it bleeds, it leads. People need yep. those stories get a lot of traction. Uh, the, they get a, they get probably a lot more traction than they should have. Yes, this this young boy dying and and uh, prayers to his family. 
It, it is horrific. Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to know about that. It is a horrific happening. And I hope the guy that did it, that, that that's on that tape, on that video, I hope he, he, they put him under the jail. I really do. But, you know, is is the is do we need to go back to something as regressive as uh, stop and frisk? Gosh, I don't know. I'll I tell you I, what, y'all yes. need. All need to get a gun. You see? the two extremes here. <laughs> right? Cut all that. Now, listen, what I have found out, when you ain't shooting back at a person, is a different story. You know what's crazy, fellas? And I don't mean to cut you off, Keeper. We're talking about does everybody need a gun? Have y'all seen any video footage of two guys in the middle of the circle just going with their hands? You know? I That's haven't going, seen Derek. Huh? That's going. Well, that's going by the wayside. Were you was, squaring up and you going to Duke City? You, I haven't seen a video of that unless it's a boxing no. match. No, no, guys don't do that no more, Dirk. Wait right here. I'm going to get my gun. Exactly. Don't, they don't even try to go to Duke City, man. Friscum. No. Or, or they do, and they, then they get beat, and, and instead and of saying, "You want to beat my ass," right? Then they go get the gun. Because <laughs> yeah. that used to be the story. It used to be a story. You know, if you if if you got beat, you know, then. But if you gave a good showing, the dude that you gave a good showing to probably say, you know what, we good, we right. squashed, right? Or, or or vice versa. If, you know, if you were the one that that gave a you know beat the other person, and you know, you you feel like you know what, beef is squashed, it's done. You don't have to. There's no more to go. Right. But now these guys, these kids are punks, man. You know, if they get yeah. beat or get shown up, they're mad. They can't They can't let it go. They want to go, and they want to get the hammer, like you said, and they want to come back, and they want to they want to take revenge out on who's yeah. ever there. Yeah, and but, they, but they end up shooting the wrong person. Most of course of the they do. Right, yeah, because yeah. none of these guys that Brain get the these crime. guns are going to go into the range. Nobody's learning any any uh, uh, proper pistol technique or prop, you know, proper gun safety. No, but none of these guys know that. They get a hammer, and they watch these movies, and they play call of duty and they think that's what the world is like and they go out there and they shoot shoot indiscriminately and and uh, constantly killing the wrong people mm, yep mm, agreed uh before we go i just want to uh shout out we learned today that uh actor clarence williams the third uh passed away and people don't know who clarence williams the third is he was probably a groundbreaking actor in the sense that he was one of the one of the few black leads on a major network back in the 70s when he was uh, starring alongside Peggy Lipton and I forget the other dude's name on Mod Squad. The only reason I know Peggy Lipton is because uh, Quincy Jones. Joseph, Quincy Jones' uh, wife. <laughs> Quincy Jones' wife, right. Uh, <laughs> you know, Rashida's mom. So, <laughs> uh, so, so, yeah, I mean, he, uh, you know, he passed away, uh, I guess, uh, battling colon cancer. Yeah, he was 80, 81, if I'm correct. 81. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I want to say this. Um, Chadwick Bozeman last year yeah. from colon cancer, you know, class Williams the third. Yeah, he's 81 and, 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 you know, everybody has a time, but black men, black women should not be dying from colon cancer anymore. If you if get yourself screened, we all go, all of us do that unpleasant, you know, situation uh, where you drink, drink the drink, and 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 you know you you clear out everything so that your your asshole is whistling when the wind blows. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go, you put your little gown on with the ass hanging out, and then you know you get you know you get probed, 
you know, you don't know about it. You sleep, hope, fortunately. And then uh, you, you find out what the story is. But you should we should not be, as a people, dying of colon cancer. So make sure you get screened. Also, our crack research team uh, found out that it wasn't Brian Williams. It was uh, the athlete uh, uh, we were talking about before. Yeah. Go ahead, Mark. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't Marcus Pfizer. Marcus Pfizer did get drafted. He had a little, little bit of a career. But it was uh, Royce White. He played at University of Minnesota from 20, uh, to, uh, 20, 2009 to 2010. And then Iowa State, we got that school right, 2011 to 2012. He was afraid to fly. fly. And he had, uh, well, almost, he had no career. He played, uh, I think they said, uh, uh, he played just a total of three minutes in three regular season games. Obviously, late to the game every time because he's taking his car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. Take, nope. Yeah, taking his car. I, was, I, I wouldn't mean to make light of that. After, after, but he was the guy who. Who was the guy? So it wasn't sorry, sorry. I, I, I slandered uh, Pfizer. It wasn't Pfizer. It was Royce White. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's hard to find parking, especially around the Reno I'm during game days. I'm not laughing at them. Those the other the two same. brothers. Those <laughs> other two brothers. <laughs> yeah, but it is. Yeah, it is hard to find parking. Yeah, he, he, he's real quiet based on the text he sent us earlier. So he's trying to stay out of the side of trouble. <laughs> oh, what? Te- yeah, what? Do you want to talk about that text, Eric, or, or no? Man, all I go. did. Um, you know, and the people out there know who I am. There was a photo that was generated and I sent it over to the guys, letting them know I spilt my cereal again. All our faithful listeners know what I mean when I say I felt my I spilt my cereal. That's all it was. No big deal. Thank you. Yes, we will. Yeah. If you want to know what he means, I will be posting on our <laughs> throwback Thursday, the episode in which he spilled this cereal now so that you will know what I know that he knows. Now, didn't I tell you somebody bumped my shopping cart and stopped the shop, <laughs> you know, the following day? And I gave him a look. You want this big girl or what? You know, and she backed up off me, you know, because she could have got it. So y'all be cool out there. I don't want nobody out there boycotting or nothing like that you know, outside saying, my crib. You know? All right. Well, in any event, uh, it is good to be back, back, back in the black, as we say. Um, if you have not subscribed to Power to the People, I do not know what you're waiting on, but you can find us anywhere you get your podcast, anywhere you listen, anywhere that has podcasts, you can find us. We're on Amazon. We're on iTunes. We're on, uh, you can ask Alexa to play power to the people. Alexa will ask, sure thing. Which, which episode? I'll play the latest one and she'll go and play them all for you. If you want to hear them all, um, you can find us on social media at Twitter at Powell to the Peeps, P-O-W-E-L-L, the number two, the letters D-A-P-E-E-P-S, Powell to the Peeps. You can certainly get at us there, or you can come to our Facebook page, Powell to the People on Facebook, and leave us a note. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know how you like this latest episode. In fact, if you're there now, you can click the link and it'll take you to the latest episode of Powell to the People. We will see you all next week. Stay safe. Watch that heat out there. Peace. Peace.